Welcome back to Thinking Out Loud. Um, this episode, I believe I will call 40 Widowed and Dating. And I want to say there will be two parts. And they will both speak to my experiences last year on Plenty of Fish. Part one will speak about two gentlemen that I went out with, each only once. And part two will be about one that lasted a little bit longer, probably longer than it should. But nonetheless, it was more than one date. So I think it was May, maybe late April 2018 that I uh, once again uploaded my profile to Plenty of Fish reluctantly, but always hopeful. Um, That particular go-around yielded me three dates, as I said. The first one was with a gentleman. Unfortunately, I don't remember their names, the first two. No clue. I've been racking my brain for about a week and a half trying to remember. I've got nothing. Um, the first gentleman, we'll call him Sergeant because I know he's retired military or something of the sort. Um, Sergeant approached me on the website. We exchanged a few emails and I gave him my number. He asked for it and I gave it to him. One of the reasons that he even got that far was because he was well-written or well-spoken based on the messages we exchanged. And we spoke a few times, maybe over the course of a week and a half, um, before we actually went out. And I guess I knew before I even went out that it wasn't going to be a match but I gave it a shot anyway I figured if I'm going to start this dating process I might as well start somewhere and the reason I figured it wasn't going to be a match early on was because the pictures that I had seen online did not match the picture that he sent to me via text once we exchanged numbers. The pictures that I saw online were probably 10 to 15 years old, had to be. Um, The picture that I received depicted a man who appeared to be very late 50s, early 60s, maybe even mid 60s which was not at all in my age range. I mean, full gray beard and the glasses were on a chain around his neck. He was out fishing one Saturday morning with the sunrise in the background. Sunrise, beautiful. But the beard and the glasses on the chain 
threw me for a loop based on the pictures that I'd seen online. I said, okay. We spoke a couple of times during the week. Um, he worked at the post office, so I think he was scheduled to be at work either 4 or 5 a.m. And I guess he got off around 2 or 3 while I was still at work. And so in the evenings, once in a while we'd speak. He asked me out. I accepted. It was a Sunday we were scheduled to go out. And he selected a restaurant at uh, Margaritaville. Not the Land Shark Bar and Grill, the Fru Fru restaurant. Okay, no problem. I, I can do that. Because I am who I am. I checked the menu, the parking situation. I was prepared. I knew what to expect. Got there, valeted my car. It's free if you get your uh, your stub validated. No problem. So I did that and I sat in the lobby. And I don't remember if I called him or he called me. But I did let him know that I was there. And he said he was on his way. And I'm sitting there and I'm looking at the front door. And I see this man, short, stocky, bald, full gray beard, wearing glasses, walking with a significant limp, and I would guess to be about 86 keys clipped onto his belt loop. I thought, hmm. This is going to be interesting. So he came in and maybe we shook hands. I don't even remember if we hugged. We shook hands. He was out of breath. We shook hands. Walked in. I said, let me get my parking validated because I'll forget otherwise. And he was like, oh. I said, yeah, because valet parking is free if you. He's like, oh, okay. I parked in the garage across the street. Okay, well, that's fine. We get in. We sit, the waiter brings the menus, and we're reviewing them. I don't remember what he said exactly, but something that he said made me feel like he was not prepared for the prices listed on the menu. And so when the waiter returned, I just went for a glass of water with lemon. That's all I'm going to do. Um, we reviewed the menu, and we talked, and... I learned that his four grown children lived at home with him in a three-bedroom house. Um, he was in the process of converting the garage to accommodate his eldest son, who was moving back home. Um, he also had a friend of his who slept on his couch Monday to Friday because this friend lived somewhere up north but worked down here, and so it wasn't feasible for him to drive back and forth every day. So he allowed him to stay on the couch. So that's four kids, two grown men, and a dog in a three-bedroom home in Lauder Hill, Fort Lauderdale, Tamarack, one of those. Okay. He then went on to tell me that he had a bad hip, and his left leg had started going numb. 
or pins and needles something was happening with his left leg so his left leg and his right hip so we're on opposite sides here and he was on medication which is why we didn't speak in the evenings during the week because by the time he got home took his meds he would pretty much knock out they made him drowsy and so he was in bed fairly early okay And I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, there's no way you're going to be able to keep up with me. I'm not rollerblading or jumping out of planes or line dancing or anything like that. But I like to go out and see things and do things. Sir, you're not going to be able to keep up with me. That was fine. Um, We had a nice dinner exchange pleasantries because I had valeted I offered to drive him to his car again the limp I felt bad so I offered to drive him to his car he said no that's fine he'll walk back over there and I believe I texted him to let him know that I'd arrived home because again that's who I am he may have let me know that he had made it home safely and he had had a good time likewise and that was the end of that and that kind of dwindled off with texts and things like that which was fine I had no issue with that um the second one I hate to call him this but we're gonna go with no we're not gonna go with that I'll tell you about that later the second date was another gentleman who had approached me He was in his 40s, 40-something or the other. And he was a little strange because all of his photos online had, he was wearing sunglasses, even though he was inside. Some of them were taken in the bathroom, but he was wearing sunglasses. All right, whatever. Maybe he's cross-eyed. I don't know, but okay. Again, well-spoken, got by there, asked me for my number. No problem. He also worked nights, really early in the morning. One of those, it was just an awkward schedule where the first time we spoke, he actually called me. It might have been three o'clock in the afternoon and I was at work and it's a slow day. So I took the call, put on my headset and engaged in conversation with this gentleman. No idea what his name is. Um, so I said you know how are you what have you he said um he's good he's so thankful to be alive and I said oh okay that that's awesome I'm glad you're doing well he's like yeah you know because I almost died two weeks ago I was at the movie theater with my daughter and all of a sudden I couldn't breathe and and so I I left and we, I, I went to the emergency room and they couldn't figure out what was wrong with me. And they sent me home and then it happened again. And so I went to a different hospital. And as soon as I saw the doctor, he knew something was wrong and he admitted me right away. And they had to do this procedure. There was something in my throat and they, they couldn't see it. And they wanted me to drink something, but I couldn't drink it because I couldn't breathe. And 
his mom's a nurse. And so, you know, my mom's a nurse. So I told him, what if I did X, Y, Z, and then you'd be able to do the x-ray. And apparently that worked because in a hospital full of medical professionals, this man with all the knowledge of his mother as a nurse was able to tell them a course of treatment that would assist them in getting the x-rays or whatever it was they needed done. Okay, fair enough. He then goes on to tell me they find this abscess in the back of his throat that he had to have drained because otherwise it would have killed him. Um, bruh, this is our first conversation and you are telling me about an abscess in the back of your throat that you had to have drained last week. All I'm thinking is you you got yuck mouth. Like, I'm not going to want to kiss you at all. That's gross. I don't need to know that <laughs> right off the bat. All right. Cool. That's that's what's up. Talk my ear off. Um, That was that afternoon. I don't remember if we agreed to meet that afternoon or at a later date. Eventually, we ended up uh, making arrangements to go out. I let him take the lead. He selected Dave and Buster's because I live in Hollywood, which is fine. Selected Dave and Buster's at 2 p.m. on a Saturday. Dave and Buster's, 2 p.m. Saturday. The only thing happening at Dave and Buster's at 2 p.m. on a Saturday is children's parties and whatever sporting event happens to be on at the time that they're broadcasting. Okay, no problem. I can fit that into my schedule. I can get things done in the morning, get things done in the afternoon. So I agreed. Get there and... Did he meet me in my car? No, he didn't meet me in my car. We met somewhere in between in the parking lot. Walked me to the um, front door. Stepped ahead of me to open the front door. I realized he's got his concealed weapon tucked in the back of his jeans. Um, It's Saturday at 2 p.m. Dave and Buster's. Why do you need to bring that in here? That was my thought. I didn't say anything. Let him have at it. Very well. Um, we are seated and the waiter comes by with the menus and we ask for a few minutes. So I see him and he is squinting at the menu and I said, um, where are your glasses? He left them in the car. That's a great place for glasses when you're trying to read, but sure, whatever. I said, well, let me, let me take a look and I can tell you what it is. He says, oh yeah, yeah, that's fine. I like seafood. So I read him a description of some shrimp linguine, something or the other. He says, yeah, I'll take that. Okay, no problem. So... The waiter comes back and he asks us about drinks. I order Sprite. 
This gentleman said he would like a frozen drink without alcohol. The waiter explains to him, if you order a drink from this menu, with or without alcohol, it's going to be more expensive. There is something similar on what I believe to have been the children's menu. It's less expensive. You can order that. He did. I think he pointed to something. I don't know. Maybe he saw colors, what have you. Waiter brings back the drinks. My Sprite has a lemon on the glass. His drink has gummy worms hanging off the side with a straw in it. Um, okay, sure. Whatever. So he's <laughs> sitting there with his drink, gummy worms hanging off the top, picks one up and proceeds to ask me if I wanted one. No, thank you. I'm good. The waiter comes back. You guys ready to order? Yes. Yes, we are. The waiter looks at him. He points at me. I'll have the young lady order for me. Huh. Okay. I ordered the shrimp pasta and myself a salad. Fine. We're having conversation as we wait for our food. And he's telling me about his mother and his upbringing and, um, Talked about what kind of movies and TV shows we had in common and things like that. And he's like, "What? Do you, how do you feel about Star Wars? And I said, I'm not a huge fan of Star Wars. I may have watched one or two, but, you know, I'm not racing to the movie theater to see one. We talk some more. The food comes back. We're eating and talking. He then turns to me and goes, we should go see that Star Wars movie. Um... I'm fairly certain I just said that I don't like Star Wars, so I'll pass. Additionally, they're not waiting for us to come to the theater to press play, so a movie is something you kind of have to plan. We're already here. It's probably about 2.30 at Dave & Buster's on a Saturday afternoon at this point, so that's not going to work. He then goes on to say, well, I have to look for some shoes for my daughter anyway, so why don't you come help me pick out a pair of shoes? Um, actually, I'm not going to be able to do that. I have a previous engagement and some errands I need to run this afternoon, and so that's not going to work because we had only spoken about having lunch, and that's what I'd planned for. So... He's still there eating his pasta and drinking his frozen, I don't know what, flavored drink with the gummy worms hanging off the top. I haven't seen him since. And again, I don't remember his name. I think... The time and location selection kind of threw me. The gun was another thing. The gummy worm drink was yet another thing. And then you just confirmed for me that you don't listen because I said not 15 minutes ago that I don't care for Star Wars movie. Why would you turn around and suggest that we go see a Star Wars movie right now? 
no thanks. So that's a, a list of things that I cannot really work with. He said he had a nice time. As did I. Because oh, I don't know how to say no because this was bad. Okay. Um, I don't think I heard from him that day. A couple days later I did hear from him and he texted or what have you. And I was very polite in letting him know that while he is a nice person... I don't think there is a romantic connection. He never responded to that message, which was okay by me. It was perfectly all right. So that was my dating experiences for most of 2018. And I spoke about memories in episode one, where my memories are usually tied to an emotion. I cannot, for the life of me, remember either of their names. I can see faces. I cannot remember a name. That's very unlike me. Um, I think I ended up taking my profile off the website in June after my third date. But we'll get into that in another episode. That'll be a part two of 40 Widowed and Dating. Um, yeah, that's, that's where I am right now. And I haven't had a profile back online. I have not. Have I? No. I don't think I've gone on any additional dates since that time yeah it's tough being single in in shit I thought it was tough being single in 2018 the devil's a lies tougher in 2019 but it's still early I'm 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 hopeful um but I'll be back to give you the rundown of my third date and um Hopefully something more exciting coming down the pike. Thanks for listening and thanks for coming back.